You're listening to Dime.TV. Ubernostrum. It's delicious. Ubernostrum tastes just like candy. I mean, it's tasty. I enjoy the freedom of Ubernostrum. It takes the pain away. Ubernostrum. Ubernostrum makes me feel fresh. Ubernostrum improved my golf game. I made $20,000. I never knew love, and, and then I tried Ubernostrum. Ubernostrum. I haven't cried in weeks, I think. You should take Ubernostrum, just in case. There's no downside. It looks great. I look great. I feel great now. I feel good. Good. Goodness. Savory goodness. Ubernostrum. This is going to sound strange, but I feel like a more like a woman. I feel more like a woman. Ubernostrum changes lives. Thank you, Ubernostrum. Thank God for Ubernostrum. Du musst mehr gut gefühlen mit Ubernostrum. Good evening and welcome to Sunday Night in Canada for August 21st, 2016. My name is Andrew and we've got Nathan over here. Hello. How's it going? Uh, good. Good. Uh, yeah. Anything to report? Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got that new Humble Bundle. Oh yeah, that's what's pretty, in that? That's for all kinds of good stuff. All you kinds. got a Nuclear Throne, you got uh, Galaxy, which is uh, know it. it's pretty good. It's, a, it's like a top-down space shooter. And here's why you should get it, because when you go to the options menu, it puts a fake VCR tracking overlay effect on your screen. Oh. And the options look like VCR menu options. Oh, okay. And that's why you should get it. That's why I should get it. Everyone, oh. I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about you? Um, I'm good. <laughs> that's I'm good. my report. Hey, can I, can I just do something here? Wait, yeah, what's up? I, I gotta adjust the thing. What's going on? Oh. Yep. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, you you were a little hot in the mic the last episode. Oh, I figured, so yeah. I turned you down, but you're a little bit too quiet, oh, so I'm I got to turn you back up. I was too hot. You're too hot, and now I'm less. But I'm back to regular hotness. Maybe it was your hot takes. Yeah, I got hot takes. You got hot takes. I got so many hot takes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yeah, I've never heard of any of those games that you're talking about. Uh, Octodad. Hmm. Uh, uh, the Beginner's <laughs> Guide. They're all good. Everything I've played in there is good. Oh, well, that's so good. So check it out. That's good. I've kind of, I went, I, I bought so many Humble Bundles, you know, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, got, I just, I never played any of the games. Right, yeah. So I'm just like, why am I doing this? I mean, there's the whole charity aspect of it, I suppose. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you got to watch them because like they yeah. give you the sliders to mess with, right? But oh, then yeah very little of my not huge amount of money <laughs> admittedly was not like like the smallest portion was going to charity i'm like eh. well you can change those yeah sliders, yeah you can mess right? around with it yeah yeah so. oh okay it's the best the best thing right is if you, do you know kiva the website kiva no it's 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 like it's okay it's a good it's a good cause or whatever it's these guys mm-hmm. Um, they set you up with Kiva.org. Mm-hmm. I'm going to plug them right now. You do micro loans to uh, business people and and farmers and stuff in the developing world. Oh, so okay. instead of you loan, if they need a loan for like several thousand dollars to buy supplies for the store they're trying to run, they you know you you crowdsource that to like you know to a bunch of people giving twenty bucks at a time. So mm. it's, and then you can sort of build. I have a like you know I put a certain amount of money into the system and, and then every so often it comes back and I can just relend it because it's like oh, a loan right sure yeah so it's 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 nice but then uh, when you each time you do a loan mm-hmm. Kiva says hey well, why don't you give a little bit extra to Kiva here because there's administrative costs and it, it takes money to run the site and I'm like okay fair enough sure but then they give you a slider of how much extra you want to tack onto your loan yes that should go to Kiva yeah and next to the slider there's a tree. And the tree has lots of leaves on it at the default thing. Uh-huh. And when you turn it down, because you're like, I don't want to give that much, the leaves slowly disappear and the oh. tree goes barren. And I'm like, you guys, that is effective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good, that's some good uh, uh, UI like, there. Kind of, uh, kind of making Ma- you feel a little bit bad. Manipulative. Like, oh, our tree will be so barren if yeah. you don't give all of the suggested donations. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, I know I've never heard of this website before. It, it looks interesting. I, I dig it. I've been on it for yeah. a couple of years now and uh, and it's not mm. like it's not a not 
yeah, I put, you know, your money doesn't come back like all the time. So you just kind of, you put, you make a loan, you sort of forget yeah. about it for a couple months and then all of a sudden they email you and say, Hey, you got your money back. What you want to do? And you're like, Oh, yeah. well, hmm. somebody else. Okay, cool. Yeah. No. Um, that's K-I-V-A.org. K- yeah. Yeah. Yep. I managed to find it. So yeah. Do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually, um, I was, uh, I, I've been feeling, uh, well, not today, but I've been feeling, uh, Pa- more patriotic than usual lately oh heavens this is weird whatever for <laughs> and we got this show called sunday night in canada and, oh yeah and so i figured well let's bring this up okay okay here we go so i don't know um i i think it probably started with all this and and i gotta preface this by saying not really a tragically hip fan Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. their big thing was yesterday. Yes. And yeah. I figured we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it being a podcast in Canada. And yeah. such a huge thing across I Canada. Guess. Yes. You know? All right. And with a podcast called Sunday Night in Canada, there's yeah. a lot of Canada going on around here. Yeah. So. Yeah. We would be remiss, even yeah. though neither of us are big Tragically Hip fans. No. I, I, I like Fireworks. That's a good song. Yeah? I, I don't know that one. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> a good, it's a good song. Oh, okay. I probably heard it last night. Yeah. I ended up... Oh, I, you, you, I ended up, ha- I had it on the whole time. I didn't, I didn't specifically watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. It, All I right. I had it on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you like, you didn't, you didn't go to the thing in the, in the park. Oh, there was a thing in the park? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, actually, I didn't go the, to that. The local uh, town uh, or city, whatever. They put up a big screen, same as they did for that hockey game a few months ago. Mm. And just, there was in the Bethel Park, you could go. Mm. I didn't know that. Watch the, join a crowd. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that was going on. Yeah. I, I, I probably, think a few places did that. But. Probably wouldn't have gone to that anyway. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 Because uh, like I said, never been the biggest hip fan. Yeah. Um, I understand that they're a big deal, but. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're outside of, of Canada. Yes. Maybe. And you don't have context for this. The Tragically Hip are, uh, are a long running Canadian uh, alt rock band. Mm-hmm. Um, since the late 80s yeah and uh you know people tend to be pretty one way or the other about them you love them or or you hate them yeah i've i like one or two songs yeah i've got a couple (laughs) i would say i've got a couple of guilty pleasures that i like like um and and, what are yours okay um (laughs) i'm gonna say poets because oh really i i never really liked it until recently and it reminds me of that time in my life. Oh, okay. Because that sure. song was on Canadian radio for freaking ever. Yeah, you know, I think that's a that's the way with a lot of people, just because they've been around for so long. Yeah, and like poets it was the longest. Uh, it was like the it's been it was the longest uh, running. Uh, it was in number one on I, I don't know which chart, but mm-hmm. on some chart. <laughs> okay. Um, for the longest time ever. Yeah. In Canada and. Um, so that, that, that song is ingrained in my head as summer of 1998. Oh, okay. You know, cause that's, yeah. that's when that song came out and yeah. I specifically remember seeing the video over and over on much music yeah. and, um, so, uh, there's that one. So what, okay, sorry. And, there, and then there's another one and then there's, um, a head by a century. Oh yeah. That's a cool song. That, that is a good. good song. Yeah. 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 Um, so whether you love them or hate them, pretty yeah. odds are if you're Canadian, you've heard of them. Oh yeah, and uh, and they're it's very tragic. Their their lead singer recently was diag- well, diagnosed. I don't might have had the diagnosis for a while, but they announced that their lead singer has uh, inoperable uh, brain cancer, which is terrible. Right. Yeah. Um. And so they planned a farewell tour. The tickets sold out like instantaneously, and they've mm-hmm. been across Canada. And now for their last show, which was yesterday night, they went to their hometown of kingston kingston, kingston. Yeah. yeah and to give you uh, as one person on twitter put it to to give you context for how big a deal this was in canada the prime minister was there yeah and the cbc interrupted olympic broadcast coverage <laughs> yeah to bring you to stream like to send this concert out to everybody yeah to to play it on their on their uh their broadcast stations yeah to, uh, and they streamed it to anyone not even just canadians but to anyone yes. on the yeah. on their cbc music yeah either video or audio you could go and there were and there and were like outdoor cre- like there's Win- winkler was certainly not the only place that oh, did no, outdoor no. Yeah. showings like i heard winnipeg a whole bunch of places oh, i'm like, sure it was i'm sure it's all over an the place. enormous deal yeah and it just and even even going into that um even uh, at work yesterday i was just starting to feel man i really like canada right now for some reason yeah it's like i you know you 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 grew up in a place and uh, i like i i grew up in this town i i moved to winnipeg for half a year came mm-hmm. back and sure. and things it's just you kind of get used to things and you don't really think about what 
how cool or how awesome things are, you know? Yeah, or what you and appreciate just, about them. Yeah, yeah. and yep. and I just and it just kind of hit me yesterday. Aww. And then so, yeah. <laughs> and then so um this this hip concert was going on, so she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to tune into that." And yeah, it was just a thing. I don't know. It's it doesn't that doesn't happen happen a whole lot. I would argue, arguably it doesn't happen to most Canadians. A whole no, lot. Canadians don't really. We're not as outwardly patriotic no, in a lot of ways. No, but there is there is something there. There's something about and and I, and like there's I can I can definitely appreciate all the uh, Canadian Canadiana is that yeah is yeah that how you say that okay that is, yeah I think that's because uh, there's Americana yeah right? and there's Canadiana yeah Can- I Canadiana so. okay yes. I can appreciate all the all the Canadiana that I don't necessarily even uh, particularly like yeah like. I'm not the biggest hockey fan, sure, right? But that is that that's another thing in Canada that that's so ingrained into our into our, into our DNA that yeah. like that it's I can I can definitely appreciate that whole thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um and same thing goes with a hip. Like I was like, you know what? In high school, I, I never really liked them. I I liked a head by a century and my guilty mm-hmm. pleasure in high school would have been poets mm-hmm. even though I was on the fence about it and uh, but now that song um, just brings me back to that time. Okay. It brings yeah. me back to 1998. Yeah. yeah. That summer specifically. So, yeah. I just, just hit me. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Way to go. They, <laughs> you, you truly were Canada's band. After all the jokes I made about it over the years, the hip really are. I think, I mean, one of them. I mean, they're like, yeah. they're, they're, I mean, for, I think, the 90s, and I, they, I haven't paid that much attention to what the current popular like radio music is these days you mm-hmm. know and you could even say that they have something like their stuff was actually kind of out there for mainstream radio although they a little bit they were they were very popular in canada obviously yeah but i mean um it, it's it's kind of amazing that they got as much play as they did yeah um in a certain way i don't want to belittle it or anything but in a certain way you, you'd think about well it's not it's not a it's not like an auto-tuned, overly produced type of thing. No, no, they were doing their thing. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that kind of goes against the grain of of what radio is. Yeah. And and my point is, I guess, is that you know after two thousand, uh, after music at work, uh, which is another song that is kind of ingrained in my head. Okay, I woke yeah. up with oh. that song in my head today. <laughs> I woke up today with that song in my head. The music yeah. at work yeah. by the Hip in my head. Do 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 do. And I don't particularly like that song. So. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't. That's that's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, but that's the last time I remember actually seeing a video by by them. And I'm sure they've gotten more play than I'm giving them credit for yeah. since. Yeah. But I just I don't recall much after that. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with all this rambling at this point. But <laughs> yeah, and I brought up memories of and. Uh, <laughs> Strangely enough, I mean, it all kind of goes back to high school. Um, it brought up memories of uh, specifically when Brendan, Brendan Bear, um, if I don't know, were you still in high school? Yeah, you would have you would have been graduating that year. Sure. When he did his whole take on the I am Canadian, like oh, a Molson yeah, ad. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, his, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a big deal. For, for, yeah, for the... Um, it was a very popular ad. Yeah, right. But yeah, and then he did his take on it for to get elected as a yeah. school... Uh, or the, uh, the student, student council, council president. president yeah, 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 which worked like crazy. Oh, like, yeah, man. He totally just sw- uh, sw- cleaned, killed up, it. cleaned up with that. What am I trying to say? Cleaned up? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and I just thought of... I mean that's but, but I know I know that that's a, that's a commercial that's the I am Canadian stuff we're all was all commercials but yeah. honestly that was like the last time I kind of felt this way huh. <laughs> you know cool yeah so it happens yeah there again all right so I just wanted to bring that up because Canada man yeah man yeah all right um what we got in the news hey oh I got oh I should play a theme oh <laughs> <laughs> oh everything working to restore power. This is uh, Let's News, and uh, it was not it was not me losing my lunch there before. Oh, man, that was that some sounded like it. Oof, a little Oof. rough, little rough business there. Yikers. <clears throat> um, oh, I guess I don't know if your thing, your first thing here is news. Yeah, per se, sure. But, I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, let's, let's it may throw, as well be. Let's throw it in there. All right, all right. Uh, so there's a, there's a Twitter uh, called Dungeons and Donalds. Yeah, there is, and, and it's fabulous. <laughs> they just take 
Donald Trump's uh, tweets and satirize them and turn them into Dungeons and Dragons things with bonus photoshops. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're they're not they're clearly not aligned with uh, with Donald. They're satirizing <laughs> no. him quite clearly. No. And I just I don't know. It just entertains me terribly. They're doing such a fine job uh, of like anytime he tweets something ridiculous, yeah, which is every time, it's every single then time. Then this thing like they've got great pictures of him like DMing a game, <laughs> and and like they just twist his quotes and turn them into as though he's like a dungeon master, and there he is like holding the dungeon master's guide, yeah, and. Certain Republicans who have lost in combat to me would rather save face by fighting me than see the dungeon cleared and the campaign completed. Sad. All right. <laughs> they, they ape his, his tweet style and everything, and it's delightful. I just uh, wanted awesome. to point that out. Hey, how about how about this? How yeah. about if you have stuff like this? Let's yeah. let's say like the news is brought to you by, even though it's not. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dungeons at Dungeons Donald. Yep. On Twitter. There you go. There we go. Sure. All right. So uh, that's my news. I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> sure. I thought it was funny. Okay, so I uh, Jared uh, Leto, Leto. Yeah. Okay. What we have is to have a conversation? Proper just way decide here that to real say, quick. Yeah. Before we get to anything else, this I've needs to be settled. Always settled. thought Leto. I don't know if that's right, but I kind of thought that too. Okay. Um, am I thinking of Dune, like Duke Leto Atreides? That that could be. Is it, is it spelled <laughs> the same? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it is. Like I've I've only uh, attempted the audiobook, so I wouldn't know how things are spelled. But. Whoa. Oh. How to pronounce... They don't spell things out in your audiobooks? No, it's not... Harry Potter, that's P-O-T-T-E-R, entered the school of Hogwarts, H-O-G-W-A-R-T-S, for the first time. <laughs> okay, here we go. How to pronounce Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Leto. Is this one... Okay, is this a real pronunciation well, we'll, of the fake ones? We're going to find out. Because there's that fake one that's amazing. Yeah. I'll, okay, we have a YouTube here. Yeah. The spiral effect. Good Very, one, very right. tasteful. Okay. okay. Jared Leto. Oh, Leto. Jared Leto. What's your authority? Jared Leto. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Okay. Leto it is then. I guess. Thanks, random internet voice. Yep. Okay. Jared Leto. Yeah. Joins the Blade Runner sequel cast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's that news. There's a lot to unpack there. Yes. There's a lot in that. Um, (laughs) And then there's silence. Go for it. No. Okay. How do we... (laughs) No. First off... I, I don't even okay. So how do we feel about this Blade Runner sequel? That's my question. Uh, I don't know where I what I feel about this. This thing. has been. I feel like this has been. I've barely paid attention to it. Like okay, we I mean, love it's, it's we happening. love Blade Runner. I don't oh, know if this yes. has come up on the show, but we both love. Well, Blade Runner. I know we've talked about Blade Runner before. Okay, we've just to make about, sure. Previously yeah. on Sunday Night in Canada, I, I love Blade Runner. One okay. of the earlier episodes. I know we've talked about Blade yeah. Runner. So. so the sequel thing that's been like, I feel like I've every so often this pops up like, oh yeah, they're doing that, and that's really all I feel about it. Yeah, it's it's really it's been like such a slow build up. Yeah, I mean this is happening next year. This oh, is happening will. in 2017. It says it'll be released October 6, 2017. Right. Holy cow. Yeah. Who's so. Okay, let's just let's let's find out let's find out what the heck's going on here. Yeah. Um, it's just funny. I think even I think even right up to sitting in the theater watching the movie, I'm going to be going like, huh? So this is a this is still this happening. Is actually, yeah, this is this actually huh. is a thing we're watching now. Yeah. Okay. Direct. It's going to be directed by. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say direct video. No. Oh <laughs> Whoa. God. Okay. Ooh. Awesome. All right. It's going to directed by. Uh, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Uh. Uh, Denny Villeneuve. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. I'm not from any French-speaking part of Canada. It's as only much our as we other just national about, language, yeah. As much as we just gushed about Canada, yeah. I'm sorry. The second language here is is Low German. So yeah, yeah. So I I don't know how to even. And I even took French in in junior high. Oh so my goodness, I have no idea. So what has this guy done? This guy has done. Um, Sicario, Sicario. It says here, which was a which was a big deal. It's like I've been meaning to watch oh, that. Oh yeah, it's like an action. Film yeah, yeah, or something. yeah. And then Arrival isn't quite out yet, but I just watched the trailer for it, and I realized I'd read the the short story of it like um, years ago, actually. Okay. And the, okay. the the story it's based on is is really good, and in a really good collection of short stories. Oh. By a fellow named Ted Chiang. It's called Stories of Your Life and Others. Super good collection. If you ever check it out. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So this this looks to be like uh, the trailer was intriguing and and the story was all about learning to communicate with mysterious aliens, but then also jumping oh, around. Oh, this, this guy is French Canadian. So oh, neat. Okay. Yeah, he's from Quebec. So uh, people really, I just 
feel like I've only heard positive things about Sicario. Okay. Um, like Arrival isn't out yet, I guess, so we don't know, but... No, we don't know about that one. I, You know, it's at least it's not like like a like a Michael Bay or something. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. Michael Bay or Huey uh, Bull or... Yeah, or geez, even Ridley <laughs> Scott these days, like... Yeah. After the kind of weirdly cool but disappointing prometheus and there's so much i wanted to like about that movie and so much that i didn't so yes it's just uh. so it's one of those things that all i hope i guess my biggest hope for this movie is that Mm. they get the architecture right because that's my favorite thing is sid still alive can they bring him in well here i need him to be because if they do they they had better call that guy up (laughs) yes if you are listening yeah, to this podcast, people who make or making Blade still Runner still alive. Good, get him. He is eighty-three years old. Um, yep. And from St. Paul, actually, not that far away. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Sure. Yeah, official. I'm going to go to his. I'm going to his official website. Yeah. This is the official website of Sid Mead. Oh, SidMead.com. Hey, whoa. Hang on there. And he. I'm just going to see if he's doing stuff. Um. Oh, I read that wrong. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's apparently he's doing some uh, uh, some kind of con or something called popnology. I read that as pornology. Huh. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> well the P and the R look close. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's still doing stuff. Okay, good. Yeah, bring him in. Bring That's yeah. Call that guy. That's all I want. Call that guy up. He was hugely. I mean, he did like all the concept stuff for the first. He did one all the concept art and a he lot of design designs from the eighties. Yeah. He, I, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, as far as design work goes. How? Uh, okay, you had another question though in the thing, which was, oh, yeah. was how do we feel about the sequel? Yeah, and then how do we feel about Jared? How do we feel about Jared Leto at this point? Or Leto? Sorry. Uh, yeah. And I have to look up his IMDb because, like, <laughs> well, I don't even know what he's done. I mean, I know what he, I know. He was in Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, he is in a band called Thirty Seconds to Mars. Okay, and. He was the Joker for a tiny little bit in Suicide Squad that he, I haven't seen yet. He was uh, he was in Fight Club. Yes, he's, he was in Fight Club. I always face. forget about that one. Yeah, yeah. He, gets, he gets the he gets, he gets the beat up pretty bad. Crap kicked out of him. Yep. Yeah. And he was. I liked him in Panic Room. I think I liked Panic right, Room Panic generally. Room, yeah. I'm just looking at the thing now. Yeah. And I think he's fine. It should be okay. I I don't I, know. I just I put that in there because I you know you hear stories about when he was he was. He was a little bit too much into the role of the Joker. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard those stories too. And yeah. uh, stalking people and. But he whatnot, won like an but... Academy Award for in 2013. Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's, okay. they don't just hand those out to any no. old person, do they? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> There's not really a, a joke there, okay. so too bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, because the only thing I have to go off of really is. The, the the one the one thing that sticks in my mind is yeah. uh requiem for a dream and sure. um yeah i don't know i just i just didn't know because and, and 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 all the recent stuff all the weird recent stuff that i heard right yeah. so yeah. who knows it, okay if there is a trailer for this oh sorry you were gonna... i was just gonna say uh jared leto yeah human or replicant oh what uh oh do, like what do i think he's gonna be yeah or what is no. he now <laughs> Sorry, I no, just. No, no. Uh, what, what do you think he's gonna be? We hit him with the Voight Kampf. Test. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I. You know what? I kind of want to know what you think either way. Okay. So. <laughs> um. Real life. Because uh, no one looks that good at like forty-seven or whatever how old he is. What? No. No, he's forty-four. Sorry. Okay. I added three. Three. Still. Three years. I added. He's oh, forty-four years. That old. actually somehow seems more reasonable. Well, I don't know why. <laughs> it's only three years. But you're right. It does. <laughs> funny okay but um, still okay, okay well the first thing <laughs> yeah he would have to be one of them replicants that that doesn't have a lifespan that's limited right oh if in real life if, if he's, okay yeah. again i'm confused <laughs> i'm sorry yes yeah if he's actually a replicant then he he must be yeah. like a, yeah he's like a nexus nine or something yeah he he's sure yeah 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 okay i think in the movie he will be a replicant yeah, I think he will be probably the Rutger Hauer type of like intense Ooh. and very lean and physical. Uh, I guess they all are in their way, but I think he'll well, be kind of the kind of the the not 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 the first guy, not the first guy you see in Blade Runner. He's not really. Uh, yeah, okay, no, but he does Leon. Do the punches. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, he punches through that tank and then he punches the other thing. And yeah, he does. Almost, a, he does some punches, but almost he's not, kills Deckard. Yeah, he's not lean. No, 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 no. That's what I think. He's, so. 
I just I'm gonna go off a little bit here. He he's he's also that actor that played Leon in Blade yeah. Runner is yeah. also the guy who gets shoved into uh, Bruce Willis's fridge in in uh, the Fifth Element. He's like the army guy. Oh yeah. And he shoves him into the fridge because he keeps getting people <laughs> coming into his place. <laughs> Huh. And he comes out all frozen. Neat. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the one same of the guy. weird movie movies. Weirdly lighter moments. Well, that movie's all. I haven't seen it a long. I haven't seen the whole thing in a long it's, time. Yeah, it's all kind of weird. And yeah, but good. I love it. Um, okay. We so all, we all pause to drink. Yeah, we. <laughs> you need a drink button. A drink button. The sound effects. So <laughs> what that would that we, do? Oh can yeah. When they have to drink as well, because we're all drinking. Okay, here's. I'm a, drinking water. Yeah, I'm to be clear. I'm drinking club soda. Which okay, is yeah, fizzy like water. not. You don't have to get out your adult beverage. Or you could. You could. Maybe make sure you could. Here, every time you hear the reading rainbow thing, then you can take a drink. Take a take a sip. What yeah, do you got nearby? Yeah. Yep. Here, let's just do another one. There oh, we go. God, I gotta do it. Yeah, me too. All right. Okay. Oh, and 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 <laughs> now when we're doing this, when you hear this. Oh, you've got to finish what you're drinking. <laughs> oh, <hey-o. laughs> all right. What was that? That's the Rockford Files theme. Oh man, that's a good that's theme. The, yeah, Mike Post, man, huh. he's on it, dude. Yeah, okay. So good. Can, I, can I do my uh, my? Are we newsing still, or can I do my joke? Uh, no, I think we're still newsing. Okay. Ah, no, we're done with Blade Runner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have? I had something else in here. Though. We're definitely no, going to come back to Blade Runner as soon as a trailer or something. Oh comes yeah, out. for we'll, sure. We'll yeah. That, but. I also kind of I went through the cast list and I was trying to figure out who would be a replicant and who wouldn't be. Yeah. And I just basically said they're all replicants. Oh uh, yeah, what, everyone <laughs> is. That'll be the big twist. Yeah. All right. Um. Oh, did we have a theme for your joke corner or <laughs> yeah. comedy corner, or whatever it's called? I don't know. Um. Yeah. Didn't we do this? <laughs> Okay. I think we did that. Nathan's Comedy Corner. Okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, yep. yep. Let's McDonald's go. McDonald's has been on their signs, has been advertising the new tomato feta morning McWrap. Okay. Okay. But I feel like they missed a, a big crossover potential with the hip hop community by not calling it the Fetty Rap. Okay. See, I don't know when they're over. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's, that's the joke. You <laughs> don't. The Fetty Rap? Like Fetty Wap. Like, he's popular. He's, uh, it was a big deal on the charts. Uh, uh, see, I don't know this stuff. Trap Queen. Go look it up. Oh, tra- okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid of this. But you know what? Somebody out there got it. Okay. Fetty Rap. Uh, oh, Fetty, Fetty Wap. Yeah. Uh, Fetty Rap. Like tomato- okay, do you want me to do it again? Should I start back? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, let's, let's just do this. One day. Let's just do this. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm so, going to keep doing these jokes until you don't have to until I don't have to motion to you to do the rim shot. I don't know when, when to do it. One day you'll get it. You'll be like, "Oh, that was it. a joke." I'm just I'm workshopping these. Okay. All right. Hey, well, this is uh we're just going to move right into riding the wave here. This is where I play Nathan uh an, an audio clip uh-huh. and he's got three plays and he's got to try to guess where it's from. And yes. tonight he will be playing for <laughs> Another handful of this party mix over here? Oh, go for it. Ain't yeah. no party like a party mix party. I, there isn't. Okay, are you ready for your first play? Uh, I almost right. forgot what movie I chose. Oh, oh. shit, it's a movie. Hey, oh. Big surprise, they <laughs> oh. all have been, except for like a couple of times. Spoiler alert. Yeah, okay, I almost forgot what it was, but I remember now because I looked at the file name. All right, here we go. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Through dangers and tones and hardships unnumbered, I have fought my way here to the castle beyond the Goblin City. My will is as strong as yours. And my Stop. Wait. Look, Sarah. Look what I'm offering you. Your dreams. All right, there you go. Oh. Ooh. It sounded cool. Yeah. First of all, I'm just going to say whatever is going on there, I suggest <laughs> we just stop what we're doing and watch it after yeah, this. Yeah, okay, segment. sure. Just put it on the show. Just record all the audio for it. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, okay. It's a girl. Yeah. City. Are there... Mm. Castle. 
Okay, I need to I need to be uh, be thinking out loud here. Yeah, you do, or else uh, this doesn't make very good uh, podcasting. No, no, it's 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 true. Um, okay, I need number two. You number need two. number two. Give me number two. All right. Through dangers and toned and hardships unnumbered, I have fought my way here to the castle beyond the Goblin City. For my will is as strong as yours, and my Stop. Wait. Look, Sarah, look what I'm offering you. Your dreams. Okay, is he saying to look sad? Is that what he... I think that is what he's saying. Look sad? I, th I think so. I don't know, actually. Where is it? Look... Look Sarah? Sa. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying there. All right. Um, all right. I feel pretty... I feel pretty confident... I feel good. Mm. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah. You 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 know? I think so. Yeah. Should I do my third play anyway? I, I feel pretty know. good about this. You one. feel pretty good? Yeah. Well, it's uh, you don't get anything extra for not using. And there's no bonus play on the no, next one. They don't no. stack. Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying you don't you don't get anything extra. Um, like you don't get bonus points for figuring it out before you use your three plays. Oh, There's sad. no such rule like that. That's okay. not how we roll. All right. So I heard <coughs> Goblin City. Yes, you did. And then Castle. Mm -hmm. And then I thought Goblin King and a girl confronting him. And then if he's offering her dreams, she wants to get rid of her baby brother, which I think is the plot of the movie Labyrinth. Oh, with that's David Bowie. That's your final answer. That's my final answer. Final answer. Final answer. That's my final goes west answer. <laughs> All right, computer, is it labyrinth? Oh, <laughs> you've gotten the last couple. I'm gonna make these harder from now on. I felt good about that one. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, uh, yeah. why does she sound so like? Is she just being determined? Like she sounds quite bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well it's what's her name speaking jennifer of jennifer connelly connelly yeah it's, ah source of the <laughs> long-running uh inside joke that me and uh the artist known as steve keys had when, I, when we worked at the theater together oh really yeah uh here's the thing i'll teach you it now okay <laughs> if we have the airtime for this nonsense well we've got all steve invented this okay he's he's and he is you can go you can go look him up he makes music steve keys steve go check keys. him out he's good guy yeah good guy he's good guy he's fun he's to work good with guy and he he had this he had this thing where somehow i don't know what the scenario was that he would get close to jennifer connelly right he'd be he'd be nearby <laughs> okay and then he calls out to her and he goes hey jennifer connelly this is the the, the brooklyn accent the brooklyn is part accent. of it okay hey, jennifer connelly you want to get married and then she'd go, yeah, sure. And then he'd say, thanks. And that's, <laughs> and we would do that to each other all the time. Just as a call and response, you walk past each other at work, you're like, hey, Jennifer Connelly, you want to get married? And he goes, yeah, sure, thanks. That is fantastic and that's, for that's some the reason. the nice part is that he thanks her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, thank that's you. That's a good, uh, good little conversation there. The guy come to, to come to an arrangement. Yeah, and it's, yeah. That's all good. So no word on whether he actually, in this scenario, actually got married. It's just she was down for it, so. That's my Steve they both Keys have, story. I love how they both have Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Because it's fun to say Jennifer Cattley. Jennifer Cattley. Yeah. 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 Shoo. Yeah. Shoo. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. <laughs> hey, we're going to take a break. All right. After the break, um, we're going to talk about some Stargate. Woo. Uh, maybe some Mr. Robot. How nope. far are you? Uh how far are you? He doesn't know. I'm. I saw the third episode of the first of the second season. <sighs> okay, I'll make sure. I'll see how far I am. Okay. Well, maybe there may be some Mr. Robot after the commercials, but <laughs> there'll, def there'll definitely be some Stargate SG One uh, recap happening. But in the meantime, uh, enjoy these. I'm Cy Sperling, president of Hair Club for Men. If you've ever thought about doing something about your thinning hair, then this important new booklet is something you should have. And I'll see that you get it free if you call our toll-free number. The booklet is an honest, straightforward discussion of all the hair replacement techniques, including, of course, our own exclusive strand-by-strand -strand hair system. It covers the good and not-so-good points of toupees and wigs, weaves, the suture process, transplants, and a lot more. It's designed to give you the facts you need to make an intelligent choice about what's best for you. So to get your free copy, 
No charge, no strings. Just call our toll-free number now, and I'll send you the booklet, along with a full-color supplement showing before and after photos of real hair club clients. So call now for your free copy. And by the way, I'm not only the hair club president, but I'm also a client. Training for the Olympic hockey team, you always seem to be hungry. Before practice or a game, you can't have anything heavy, so you look for a snack food. And I like Snickers. That empty feeling is gone after I have a Snickers bar. It just gives you a satisfied feeling. I feel like I can wait for dinner. Packed with fresh peanuts, peanut butter nougat, caramel, and milk chocolate. Packed with peanuts, Snickers really satisfies. Satisfying is no other word for it. Official snack food of the 1984 Winter Olympics. The AIDS diet plan helped me get back into a size 6. AIDS helps control your appetite so you lose weight. Yet AIDS lets you taste, chew, and enjoy. And the appetite suppressant in AIDS is not a stimulant. AIDS helped me lose the weight and has nothing in it that could make me nervous. Question. Why take diet pills when you can enjoy AIDS? AIDS helps you lose weight safely and effectively. Use only as directed. All right, welcome back, everyone. You got some humdingers there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. All right, wow. qu- questions? Yes. AIDS, though? Yep. AIDS. <laughs> Explain that. Uh, like A Y D S. Oh. Okay. It's, still, it's still pretty funny. Yeah, wow, <laughs> though. Like that, and that sounded like. 1982. Okay, so AIDS was a thing, but definitely. Just before AIDS was oh, a thing. Like, before it was really in the public kind of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, think, I think maybe this, this AIDS diet candy, which is, what the hell is that? Yeah. But diet candy. Diet candy. Yeah, sure. It looked like little pieces of chocolate. Oh. Um, AIDS. I think they had started in the 70s or something, but oh. this commercial is from <laughs> just before... AIDS became a thing. So in like the mid '80s, somebody's in a boardroom with his head in his hands. Is like we have a real we have problem a, on our hands. Is, yeah, <laughs> this this is not good. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and before that, I just love the cadence on on the, 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 the delivery on both the hair club and I Snickers. Did, that's I've, why I put them in. I want to I want to be that dry. I, f- I feel like I could uh, w- wait for dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That guy. That guy. Yeah. That's delightful. I mean, yeah. They both of them needed to uh, work on their enunciation, I think. <laughs> the the hair club for men guy. He's, yes. He, he ha- like his mouth didn't move through the whole commercial. Like it his lips kinda moved, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. he was like he was talking out of like the left side of his mouth the whole time and <laughs> nothing was coming out properly. And I love I love commercials with people that aren't that, that are aren't, associated with the company but aren't really like aren't really TV, actors or yeah, like yeah. In, the, in the particular <laughs> sense there. Right. Love it. Yeah, that's uh that's exactly why I threw those in. Oh boy. I'm still trying to figure out where I am on on Mr. Robot. I think I've seen as much as you. You have. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Um okay, uh if no. I say no, uh, cuz I'm checking I'm reading a, a synopsis now. This is amazing podcast material. Okay. Uh, the last thing, the okay. okay. No, I was just gonna say. How do we figure this out? I was just gonna say one word. Yeah. Uh, Adderall, and if that means something. Uh, yes. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So we're we're at the same place. All right. Good. I let's, don't know if that's the last thing you saw. If you've seen, but that's the last thing. When, uh, when, 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 what when is I, the name of the episode that you saw? Ah, uh, jeez, it's the third one. I don't know. Um. Okay. Okay. Because I've seen <laughs> one more than that. I think. Um. I Colonel Panic. Is the one that panic, I said. Yeah. Panic. Okay. All right. So I'm one further ahead than you. Then. Good okay. to know. Okay. So you you want to do Mr. Robot? Uh, or I want to do Stargate first. You want to do Stargate first? Sure. Okay. Why not? I want to hear this song. I, you just want to hear this song. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Here's the here's our Stargate segment. Uh, here we go. Stargate. Let's get the heck out of here. All right, there we are. <laughs> a 
that's, the, that's our Stargate that segment. That was tremendous. Song. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Where's that? What's the deal there? There's this guy on YouTube who's adding lyrics to theme songs that doesn't have. That don't have. <laughs> Let's get the heck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's done like uh, all of these Star Treks uh, that uh, that don't. Oh, okay, have. but the original series actually had lyrics. Right. But never aired. No. No. But no, I mean, like, he's done, like, Voyager and Next Gen and DS9. And he's also done Stargate, apparently. Oh. And. <laughs> it was a fine addition. Okay. Yes. Okay. Latest episode. We only watched one. We today. watched the one episode today. Yes. I'm just bringing it, it up It was here. called Singularity. Yes, it was. As I recall. Yes. Singularity. And in this episode, uh, the crew goes to a planet it looks like a nice sort of a farming berg and i thought we were colonizing it at first but i guess one of the sg teams just set up a forward base there because they were yes. they were mixing with the locals and hanging out with them right they'd set up like an observatory because you can see a black hole from there or not see it as the case may be yeah see around it yes I, you I can don't see know you can how that works <laughs> so sg1 heads over there to go say hi and check out this black hole party which is about to happen because they're about to be able to not see it mm-hmm. better um, right. They well, get there. They can see it better because there's an eclipse or something happening. Right. There. Yeah. Okay. So they get there and everyone is dead. Everyone of, is like dead. Like a plague looking thing. Of and like then, some nasty business. Yeah. So then, yeah. The re- then they're like, oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. And so they throw on their masks and stuff. And then the rest of the people show up and they decontaminate certain areas like a command center. And they're like, yep. okay. All right. It's cool. Uh, so they get, a, they get a grasp on the virus pretty quickly. Yeah. Which is good. That's I thought it would be the main point of the episode, and it's not, right. actually. Yeah. like It's not like it threatens the team exactly. They're like, no, you guys are cool. We'll take precautions. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But then while they're going around tagging the, the, the corpses, unfortunate, yep. they find a girl hiding in the, in the field who is still alive. Her name is Rebecca. Sorry, I mean Cassandra. <laughs> Little, yes. new, little newt joke. It's not. Yeah. Okay. That took me She's a while. She's fearful and she doesn't speak. That took me a while, even though you made that joke while we were watching and the episode. So Ripley, I, <laughs> I mean Carter, takes her under her wing and forms a, a a bond with her. Yeah, but the rest of the episode is not the same as <laughs> no, not a aliens bit. at all. Not a bit. No. But so, I was, so I'm, I'm glad for that. I'm glad yeah. they went there. Uh, like they, that they didn't rather. Right. So they take her back to Earth because they're like, she's. this is a bad place for her to be because, you know, everybody's dead and there's, she's a young girl and it's bad. Yeah. But uh, she starts mysteriously reacting to the Stargates anytime they're near them. And then through some more mad- medicine and chicanery, they discover that she has a device in her heart or where her heart should be. I wasn't clear on that. Um, it's in her chest. It's... um, It's in her chest. I didn't... I never thought it was in her heart. Oh, okay. As, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is. So yeah. the Goa'uld have planted a device in her, and she's kind of a Trojan horse girl. That when she she was, uh, if she gets too near the Stargate back on her homeworld, she's going to blow up in a big way. That was the idea, or something. Right. If she no, I I I figured if like at, oh, <laughs> I can't get this out. Okay. Um. No, the, I think what was happening there was if she were to go th- attempt to go through the gate, yeah. as soon as she started going through the gate, she would blow up okay, and destroy everything. So they realized that the ghouls, knowing that they would take this girl in, yeah. uh, kind of, they killed everybody and then they set up this device in her because then they know the humans are suckers and they're going to take them back, take her back home and she's going to explode violently and kill them all. Right. And then they can move in and do their, do their dirty business. Um, well, which mean, is an amazing plan. I, as I remarked while the episode, I'm like, they really fell for that hook, line, and sinker. Yes. Good job on the Gould. Yeah. But dark, <laughs> but good job. I and mean, then, hey, they're bad guys. That's, you... Yeah, and this was pretty bad. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so then, uh, yeah, so then the rest of the episode becomes back on Earth because Carter has formed quite an attachment to this little girl, yeah. and they realize that the device is sort of breaking down, and there's a good probability that she's just going to explode load anyway yeah which is terrible so yeah. then they take her to this nuclear uh abandoned nuclear facility and go way down carter and her go way down underground and basically carter chucks her in a vault and says with much sadness well bye yeah and then closes the door behind her and i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> i was watching this like i was really into this because it's it is dark yeah it is like it is literally looking though they are going to leave a young girl on her own in a dark vault to explode violently and yes. die yeah. To save Basically, everyone else. just a thermal nuclear explosion. Yes. Yeah. 
But then, and Carter's like starting to go back up and she's really having issues with this as you would. And then she mm-hmm. turns around, she stops the elevator and goes back down and says, whatever, I, I can't do this. This is completely horrible. And also later on, she explains that she had a sense that it wouldn't happen. And it right. doesn't. Yes. Because it turns out it's all the girl's proximity to the Stargates. And once they got her far and far enough away from them, she's fine. Right. And then they get her a dog. And they get her. And that's a, the real highlight of the episode. They get her a Shiba Doge. Yeah. And it's the cutest. And I yelled at the TV and embarrassed myself a little bit. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I was laughing. I was just giggling with glee. Because he's a good looking dog. I know. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love it when there's dogs on TV and we're watching TV with you. Cause really? You're just, <laughs> I feel like every I'm, time I make it every time myself every I'm single like, time. Oh, look at that puppy. Yeah. Oh, he's a good boy. Every single time. <laughs> <Are they>? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, episode is pretty good. And the dog showed up. So nine out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> if it didn't have the dog, what would be the score? Eight, eight and a half. Wow. It was good. No, it yeah. was really compelling. It went in different directions than yes. I thought it would. And it, then it got really, really dark. Yeah. But then they they pulled it out at the end and it actually was nice. This is a good first season example of where Stargate can take a concept and go a different direction. Something that mm-hmm. you're not going or yeah. you're not thinking yeah. it's going to go. And they do that a few times or Which more, good. Than, like, more they, than a few times. Because I'm I, I, coming into the show when I started watching it, I was so into the tropes of especially Star Trek mm-hmm. where you're just like, yeah, okay. This is this is kind of episode. Okay, know exactly what's going to happen. Okay, at yeah, this mysterious point. alien virus. Right. Oh boy, we're going to figure it out and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, this is a good episode out of the first season that let that uh, that this that kind of says okay, this we're going to take this in a little in a different direction than than mm-hmm. a normal than a normal uh, uh, science fiction yeah. television episode up to that point. So yeah, yeah. Um, couple of couple of things of trivia here. Oh, if you care. I do. Um, this is the first episode in which they reference the uh, element Naquida. Oh, yeah. They were all talking about it like it yeah. was a thing. And it, Yeah. It, this is the first episode that they mention it. Okay. And it is a thing. So. But it seems like it's been known to them for a while. And yeah. That's, and that's that's what makes up the, the gates. That is part or of it's what, part makes, of what yeah. makes up the gates. It, and then they found it in the girl. And that, that's and that's the connection that... The, this element is making that connection between okay. the girl and the gate. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Okay. Um, this, this, um, Naquida? Naquida. Huh. I think aqueduct, but don't say it. Just say it wrong. Naquida. Say Naquida. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Actually, I forgot that this stuff is actually a, a thing uh-huh. in the show, but it is actually. And then when they said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. That's going to yeah, come yeah. up quite a bit through yeah, the yeah. series. Yeah. It's kind of their, um, unobtainium unobtainium type of thing yeah yeah um and we also got uh the first episode this is the first episode of the show the exterior of a hatak class gold attack vessel oh yeah right because they look into space wait a second that we had a we had a cooler here we had a nice scene between before that happened i had a had a nice scene between tilk and uh o'neill oh yeah on the planet yeah where um o'neill's trying to explain black holes to tilk yeah. And not doing a great job. Yeah. And Teal'c is clearly humoring him and just kind of like, I see. Yeah. And sitting in sort of a, I don't know. It was just nicely awkward. It was an awkward. <laughs> yeah. It's just nicely awkward. Yeah. They're still it's sort of working awesome. on their relationship awesome. there. It was very good. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Uh, the the Hankins. The Hankins. Hankins. Sure. Hankins. I'm going to say Hankins. Okay. Because it was named after MGM studio executive Hank Cohen. And the Hankins was like, like Hankin was the colony that they went to. Oh, so, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, oh, and they make a note here. This episode has many sim- similarities to the movie Aliens. So there hey, you go. Hey. Yeah. Next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, the threat of countdown to violent explosion too from the climax of Aliens. I guess. Yeah. I forgot about that. And the that. big elevator going down yeah. Ripley and... Yeah. So and, there's more. Okay, yeah, there's some there's some touchstones there, but yeah. it's still like after after the initial finding a girl in the in the woods who doesn't talk or or in the weeds or no, field that's the word, you know they kind of ditched it from there. So I was, I was ocean, no, uh, no, uh, desert, no. No, 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 no. We'll get there yet. Yeah. We'll get there yet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Curiously, here's a here's a, here's a note of trivia that we noticed. They never let the dog walk around. Everyone no, they don't. Carries put the, the dog. They, at they the don't end. put that thing down. I was like, no. 
Is it like like Carter or not Carter? O'Neill hands the dog to the girl who carries mm-hmm. it, and then he, she gives it back. He's like, "Well, I'll take the dog for a walk," and she hands it back to him, and he carries it away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all very curious. I just gotta wonder what's in that dog's contract. <laughs> it's like I ain't no, I'm not, I'm not stepping walking. anywhere. Or does he just go crazy when he's on the ground? He's like, "This is a cute dog, but you cannot set him down. No, you cannot set him down. He's perfectly calm." When he's being held, yeah. But if you set him down, <laughs> the trainers on set will like, eat your face. You you just just do not do this. So we're not covered for yeah. it. You'll be degloved in the face region. There's a bunch of goofs in this episode. Well, I'm looking at here. I don't want to know. What okay, is. you don't. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Really I don't funny know. I don't know if they're any good. Okay. No. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it for that episode. Cool. Let's go a short, short little. Uh, if you're recap if you're if you're playing along at home and you're keeping a list of maybe you maybe you haven't watched started watching these yet, I would put this down as one of the ones from season one to check out, even though I haven't finished yet. Yeah, no, I would say two. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Okay. Um, there, there is my. It's not my. We still haven't gotten to my favorite episode Ooh. of the first season, so we'll get there mm. when we get there. Cool. Um, next week, if you are uh, following along at home. Next week, we'll be watching three episodes. Core I, Enigma, and Solitudes. That's Core I, Enigma, and Solitudes. We'll be watching next week and be uh, recapping, or at least the next episode. I'm assuming there's going to be an episode next week. I think so. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> there almost wasn't one tonight. Yeah, so. well. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, Mr. Robot. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna since this is a more recently airing episode, even though it's been past two weeks, it was about a month ago when this episode aired. Yeah, but uh, I'm still gonna do the standard uh, standard caution on the probulator message here. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. uh, it is it is we're gonna get spoilery all up in yes. here. So if you don't want to know what happens in uh, season two, episode three uh, of Mister Robot, Colonel Panic is the title of the episode. Then yeah. you might as well just stop listening now. Okay, did cause... we talk about number two? Yes. Okay, so we are just... All right, all right. Because we talked about Gideon getting shot. Yes, we did. Okay, that was number two. That was I get two. confused. All right, all right, all right. Well, it was a two-parter, yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah. So number three. Number three. I got I to... Gotta, um, do, do the Coles notes here. I'm going to do the Coles notes? Bring us up to speed. Oh, goodness gracious. Previously on Mr. Robot. Um. Okay, so I got to... Um, okay, so we see... Um, Elliot, uh, trying to keep his, uh, his, uh, father away, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, by taking just a shit ton of Adderall and, mm-hmm. and what? Uh, oh, sorry, go on. Okay. Um, and that, uh, that ends up working and then it ends up not working because when you take a bunch of Adderall, you don't sleep apparently. Um, I wouldn't know. Um, we also see, oh man, I, I don't know any of these characters' names. I just know what they look like. <laughs> yeah. You know? You know? Yes. Yep. Um. Yep. I have that issue with this show. I know Elliot, because it's Elliot, and his, and Mr. Robot's his dad, but, um, shoot. Um, okay, the black guy. That, that was, there was a problem there. Uh, is that Romero or Mobley? I don't know. <laughs> Romero. Romero. It's Romero. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at the wiki uh, summary here. What's... So, Mobley's the other guy? Mobley's the... the, the yeah, larger... Mobley finds fella. Romero dead at home. Yes. yes. Okay. So, yeah. that happened. Um, yes. Uh, too bad. Romero is... Oh, and we got the background on, on the arcade. We did get a, get the background the on the arcade Society, in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, F society thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I like, I like, I, I like that whole sequence of them of him explaining it. Yeah, and, yeah, and all the crazy stuff that happened there. And um, I'm doing a, just a terrible job of this recap, but <laughs> um, oh yeah, and then there's the uh, the FBI agents, and they're they're they start investigating the death of uh, Romero, um, mm-hmm. and uh starts and uh, the one fbi agent uh, woman there she's starting to get on the trail of f, f- society when yep. she finds yep. those she finds those uh 
the all those paid printouts oh yeah the phone records or whatever yeah the phone yeah. i don't know well the phone records and then other stuff like the printouts the printouts in like when she goes to visit yes. mom yeah yeah and then she's like you're yeah. totally gonna hit the trap on that thing oh yeah you did it okay because the other guys set that computer on fire in the background no no but after that oh okay but after that she goes back oh yeah when she goes back and finds the wrapping paper yeah she yeah. finds the wrapping paper when his when romero's mom is going to be moving yeah um I, you know what this recap sucks <laughs> i'm not doing a great <laughs> we're job we're all over I, the road we're all over the road <laughs> basically what happens is is we see elliot trying to take control back and it ends up not working too well yes we see uh daryl whatever his name is in this show <laughs> daryl from the office i can't get past it yeah I, I, he's always going to be daryl from the office yeah for me i yeah. sorry uh craig robinson yeah I, 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 um we see kind of more of what he does but we, i still i'm still not 100 percent sure what he does yeah his you name know? is ray ray okay <laughs> um he's he has something to do with uh trying to get people to do computery things seemingly there is he's involved in some sort of criminal yeah he is and 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 he but he he himself doesn't know a whole lot about computers no but he's he's i don't know if he's um in that one scene where where he's where he's talking to that guy in the at the kitchen table there Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not sure had if he had i don't think he had inflicted those injuries to that guy no i i got it was the other guy in the van associate yeah yeah Yeah. so he's he's like the uh he's like good cop the other guy's like bad cop yes right yeah yeah yeah. all right pretty much yeah um still don't know exactly what's going on there uh one of my favorite parts of the episode though would be when um uh angela goes out to dinner Oh, with those guys. Yes. With yeah. uh, with her boss, with her boss and those other and fellas. those other two guys. Yeah. I was like, something's going on. I here. was really, really worried for her. I was worried for her, but I don't see. I don't see her like um, what's why uh, her boss. Mm-hmm. He's he's not the guy to dirty his own hands. I don't think. Yeah. He'll. So going out to dinner with him, she's not in any immediate danger. Okay, I was thinking, fair yeah. right? But, um, man, that I knew something was going to go down. And then when he he basically gives her a choice between, uh, so those other two guys that were at dinner with him were part. of of the decision to that ended up poisoning all those people Mm -hmm. and that were that that was her whole deal and her mother was part of that yes Yes. as well as as elliot's father yes was part of that as well um where they got sick and in the first season she was trying to take them down and she was going after that colby guy uh who was the um who kind of who who made the decision to do that? Yeah. But these two other guys were in the same were in the room when that decision was made. Yes. And approved everything, or at least didn't speak up. And so now, she's got uh, her boss gives her evidence of insider trading on these two guys, and she has a decision now: does she turn those two guys in, ruining their lives and their families? Mm-hmm. And who knows what would happen to her and her position at that point? Yeah. Or does she not? Because now they're human to her. And now, because now By they're having human. dinner with them and learning yeah. about them and their families, and they're not mm-hmm. such bad people after all. Seemingly, right? He's they're they they're humanized to her, and now she has the choice of: Do I ruin them, mm-hmm. knowing what I know, or do I not? Yeah. So, what do you think? <laughs> uh, well, I've seen. Oh, the well, next, you've seen, I've you've seen, seen the, the next episode, one, right. and I, do, I actually don't remember. Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> Because it's been a few weeks, yeah. But it was a really compelling. Like, it was a really compelling scene. Yeah. First of all, because like dinner with the the way the way she like her relationship to the to the big boss. He's like at the huge. He's like the he's big, down in Washington D.C. like arguing with yeah powerful government types, and, and he's also meeting with uh what's like that person uh, the um from the first season at the end of the very end of the first season he's got that meeting with oh that, with the the hacker the hacker yes. person. And so, and so, like anytime she interacts with him, it's just it's tense a it's little tense. bit because you're you're like, what is his game here? And, and I didn't, I don't know what was going to happen when she said, 
no, we should go with Bloomberg instead of Fox. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wow, you're okay. And then he he gets up and it te- well he tells her to sit down and then he gets yeah, up and I'm sits like, down. He's next gonna to- like something awful is gonna happen. I was thinking maybe, but then I was like, well, that's not really. He like, has this weirdly kind of fatherly relationship. Yeah, he to does. Her. And uh, is it is it this episode? Oh shoot. Okay, this isn't a spoiler. Okay. Is it? It's either in this one or the next one where he he says like I've never lied to you and I and I won't like, and he's and and he's. I, I th- he's always I he's think, always straightforward with her and whatever think, he chooses to tell her is true i think that's this episode but yeah. i'm not 100 percent sure and i'm like that's true but well like why though mm-hmm. and every time you're like why okay this is a little this is a little dark maybe okay. this is just my brain but when when they go to dinner and these two other guys are there i'm like oh he's gonna like prostitute her out somehow oh that was what i thought the angle was like here's my here's my cute new assistant or whatever even, i didn't even and that totally no. didn't happen. And I'm just like, for just a moment, I just thought he was going to have like exploit her in that way. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And I'm glad for that. I didn't, that's never crossed person. my mind. Good. I just, I knew <laughs> I was, it was an unsettling scene, but I, it's just, I, yeah, I didn't, that, that never crossed my mind. Maybe just because I think of, yeah, I don't know, just the dynamic there of like, yeah, young, seemingly sort of vulnerable lady with older, powerful men. Yeah. In a, in a you know, setting like that is just where I go. But mm-hmm. thankfully that did not occur. Yeah. So that was, that's like, I think of the season so far, like that's been, uh, that's, that's been the really compelling stuff to me. And I like the new FBI character, the new FBI agent. Actually, yeah, I, like I like her, her character. Yeah. She's like, it's really cool seeing kind of her kind of weird home life and just yeah. how when, when she's at home, she's just kind of like just an oddball like the rest of us. And yeah. then she gets on the job and she's serious and yeah. collected and focused and, and doing seemingly, you know, very on top of things. And then, yeah. There's definitely something I can relate to there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just being, or at least just having a completely yeah. different persona at work or yeah. like but maybe it's, not completely different, but it's just a different, you turn it on for yeah. work and then you can turn it off when you're at home. But it's know? also worrisome because in a way she should be one of the villains to us because she's tracking down the people that we're supposed to be following and yet the show is humanizing her too. But who are we, who are we, who are we really rooting for here? Uh, Elliot? Oh, I guess so i mean kind of like he's not a character that's really i mean he's it's a very interesting character yeah but he's not a character that is is a, is a traditional hero in any way no fair enough um in the first episode i was really rooting for him you know yeah and like that pilot episode i was yeah. really rooting for him yeah now i'm just like i'm, I'm more along for the ride and more just want to see where this story goes oh, and where, sure. where these stories go yeah then i am really rooting for someone here so okay. if the F- fbi ends up winning the day well then that happens but i kind of doubt it just based on what the uh kind of the thesis of the show is if thesis is the right word or just kind of the um kind of the there's a there's there's uh, there's a a anti-establishment uh, oh, yeah. thing to the yeah. show right yeah. so i just uh I kind of don't see the FBI winning, but yeah, <laughs> you know, who knows? Who knows? I kind of think of it as um, it's almost. I mean, they're totally they're two totally different shows, but there's um, same way that Game of Thrones is. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I, you know, at first you're rooting for the Starks, but then you kind of realize, well, that's not going to pan out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who you who you're really rooting for? And, yeah. And at this point with game of thrones is same i'm just yeah. i want to know where the story is going to go right and where all the stories inside of the that main story goes so. or uh the example that came to my mind when you brought that up right away is like breaking bad mm. where walter white is like yeah not a good guy right and morally very compromised and mm-hmm. really everybody on that show has you know is this is like there's not really but you yeah there's not, not really a, supposed to root for him right like and as as the time goes on, like he he becomes the the bad guy without really giving much away or whatever. But he just sort of ascends. Like you, you, I don't think from the beginning. I don't know. Like like you say, yeah. you just you watch things sort of unfold rather than like oh I well, you know you can you can think about how in there's there's humanizing parts to going back to Game of Thrones. There's mm-hmm. human humanizing parts to Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and he's a he's a he's a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> But yes. there, there are moments where he, of the one where he's where he gives that sword to uh, Brienne. Oh, yeah. that's and 
that and, and their relationship is more humanizing than yeah a lot yeah. of the other stuff on the show it's so weirdly tender i love it yeah <laughs> anyways that's mr robot is definitely one of those shows that has this slate of characters mm-hmm. and it's just playing with what you know it's not it's not saying okay it's it's not good versus bad it's it's this and then there's this faction, and mm-hmm. then there's these. Yeah. You know, it's kind it's of just all over the place. A bunch of interesting and complex people with often competing goals. Right. And that makes it. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. That's just, it's very uh, very compelling mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. So I uh, yeah that's that's the third episode. I hope we did a little bit of justice. It's kind of hard to parse through this sometimes because <laughs> there's of the a lot of going on. Yeah. yeah, it's very dense. Yeah, and uh, I know like, I watched it a few days ago, but. Uh, well, like Wednesday, so it's been, okay. yeah, but it's still like, I'm going to need the, uh, previously on to, to, oh, yeah. to really remember what's going on. And I'm so glad they had that on sure when I watched it, uh, when I watched this episode. I, I want to, there's, there's one thing I want to talk about after you've seen the next one. So we'll, we'll, okay. we'll get there. There's one thing in particular that's, uh, mm-hmm. a, a complaint about the first four episodes, if you will. A complaint. Yes. Oh, okay. As a matter of fact. So, okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I should, uh. I should really get on that. <laughs> okay. Yep, I will. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for tonight. Um, where can people find you? Well, heck. I am at NPFEHR on Twitter. I am NPFair.tumblr.com. Uh, I run interesting times out. Uh, oh, if you go to my Tumblr, why are you doing a dance for my words? Are you <laughs> dancing, Ken? He's dancing to my words. You're mocking me. If you go to my Tumblr, you will see that I have just released uh, part 11 of my Nathan Plays Raw Danger series, in oh, which yeah. I'm putting on YouTube my playthrough of the game Raw Danger on the PlayStation. Yep. It's, uh, it's a fun game. You should check that out. I'm proud of those. Good. Um, And that's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you can find this and uh, one other show at DIYM.TV. You can also email us at email us at uh, Sunday night at DIYM.tv. Um, what's, the, what's the other stuff I mention usually? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, uh, you, your Tumblr sometimes? Yeah, my Tumblr sometimes. C, uh, CFSD.DIYM.tv is a Tumblr where I don't post a whole lot to, but sometimes I do. And uh, you can catch us every... Sunday night live at DIYM.tv slash live. We start around between 9.30 and 10 p.m. Central, and we go for about an hour, usually a little bit, maybe a little bit more. And, uh, oh, you're going to say something? Nope. No. Oh, Just okay. widening my eyes for no reason. Oh, good. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so um, that, that just about does it for tonight. And we will see you guys next time. And I'm stalling. There we go. See you all later.